To podcast versus player episode 175 i'm one of your hosts cal and as always i'm joined by a man who said i don't understand irony which was ironic because dave from next door was just putting the bins out at the time <laughs> <laughs> see i was just about to say that's not irony but then i was like oh okay that's the point okay yeah, that makes sense yeah it's only bloody dan bonjour senor Oh, I thought you were going to break into uh, the the song at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Bonjour, good day. How is your family? <laughs> I've not seen it for a long old time. What Beauty and the Beast is a great film. I was, do you know what I was on? Because obviously we've got Disney Plus. Hmm. Um, I was started watching The Hunchback of Notre Dame because I was like, I never like that one. I don't know if I've actually seen this. Like, I was just sort of having a look through some of the older, like, because these days were the more musical ones rather yeah. than just you know it's just great comedy or whatever <laughs> um, but it started out with like a really like harrowing song and I was like this is classic Disney this is where like everything is horrifically awful yeah so like the like that's as far as I got I, I was sort of like 10 minutes into it and I was just like I'm not in the mood for this I don't think like I, I don't know what it was I was just not I was not in the mood Esmeralda's too sexy I didn't even get to her. Oh. I only got. I didn't get past. Um, <laughs> I finished before I got. <laughs> <laughs> I only got to Quasimodo, but I was just like, "Fuck me!" So there's like a couple that are like, with a kid that are moving into France or just mooched into France. This dude just jumps him, um, runs down the mother with the uh, the horse, takes the baby, yeah. goes bloody hell, this is awful, and goes to throw it down a well instantly. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck me, this." I don't, I don't remember the French being quite so demonised before. Bloody hell. Well, my biggest... Well, <laughs> it's not my biggest criticism. I just don't think the film's that good. Um, Quasimodo is not exactly, like, as ghastly as they make out. He just well, looks like can, an odd fellow. But you compare the way that he's drawn compared to way, the way that everybody else is drawn. Yeah, but... Yeah, he seems a bit It's unusual. the same as the Beast, though, from Beauty and the Beast. He looks fucking badass. Yeah, but he's he's also in proportion. Yeah, I suppose he's like a big fucking tiger, like a big lion, dog, goat thing. Yeah. Unlike the live action one where he just looks like a fucking goat. I haven't seen either. It's so shit. It's not even shit. It's just, eh. Like, if you like the cartoon, you'll like that. Well, that's the same for any of them, in my experience. Lion King, Aladdin, I was just like, well, they're fine. It's just not as good as the cartoon one. I really like the Lion King, but it wasn't as good as the cartoon. Jungle, no, I, that's Jungle the thing, Book like, I preferred to the cartoon. Which Jungle Book? The new one. So, so the I, one that I, I, I prefer- Andy Serkis made? I preferred... Is it? Did Andy Serkis make it? Well, no, he made... I think he made The Legend of Mowgli. Oh, no, for like, that shit, no. The oh, right. John Favreau. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like um, Bill Murray was blue. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen that. That is actually a pretty good one. I'll I give prefer you that. that to the cartoon. It's the only one. That cartoon was made in like what nineteen fifty three or something. Yeah, but it, it, it like people today still like. Oh, it's nowhere near as good as the cartoon. It is. It's a million times better than the cartoon. 
Yeah, but getting Christopher Walken to sing. That's it's you perfect, sh- mate. You should never be doing that. <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> that was Terry Walken. That wasn't Christopher Walken. <laughs> There's only like a handful of things I could do, Christopher Walken. And that isn't one of them. That's I'll not tell one you of that. them. I'll, I'll practice it out. I'm not going right, to do okay. the others. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I, I I like the fact that they changed King Louis from a orangutan to a gigantopithecus. That was fucking genius because he's like yeah. scary as shit. Like a terrifying beast ape. Yeah, they were like fucking the um. Because I after watching the Jungle Book, I was like, "What the fuck's a gigantopithecus?" And I did uh, a little bit of research into it. And the biggest one, which was Gigantopithecus blacky, um, I think it was like 18 foot tall or something like that. Jesus Christ. So it's fucking huge. And that that was a real thing. And they died out because they ate all the fucking... Because even though they were that big, they ate fruit and uh, vegetables and that rather than other monkeys. (laughs) And uh, they basically just ate themselves out of food and died out wow also the ice age but they were on the way out before that yeah I don't think that would have done much favour nah but I, I I think if there was a Bigfoot it was a descendant of like a Gigantopithecus or something well there's not so I wouldn't worry about it yeah but there could have been same as no, the not this monster yeah also a thing that doesn't exist not anymore but it probably did at some point well, yeah, I'm sure 500 million years ago there was a very large reptilian-based <laughs> thing in that specific body of water if that particular area of Scotland even existed by that point. That's not to say that just because it's in there. It's like monster homeopathy. It's just like it's there like- was a monster in it at some point in time, therefore millions and millions of years later with the same body of water, that means that the, the essence of the monster is still there, which what, is fucking bollocks. What I don't, I've never understood for as long as I've understood biology. Not that I'm, I'm not a biologist. Right oh, I, I was going to say, where's this going? All right. But, um, how can people go, well, there is a lot less monster. Not plural, just monster. Mm. How the fucking hell would it survive that long if it wasn't the same one? Well, how do you know it's the same one that people keep allegedly seeing? That's what I mean. That that indicates that there's more than one because they would have to mate. Yeah, but only one is ever seen at a time, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not. Oh, is this? I've seen the descendant of the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, I also don't think there's many people that actually really think it either. Like, I I would happily go. Hey, dude, do you want to go to Loch Ness and we'll go on a Loch Ness monster hunt? I think we should do it because it's it's a fun <laughs> thing to do. But you also know that you're not actually going to find a Loch Ness monster there. What would you do if we did in like we we packed up some uh, camera equipment and that we went to Scotland and we actually found the Loch Ness monster? <laughs> I, I don't think I'd say. I don't think I'd say anything. Maybe you wouldn't. Like, I, I'd, <laughs> I'd be on TikTok. Is, um, it it wouldn't make any difference because as soon as you said. If, if you had like the highest grade quality camera and you were there and you were just filming me just sort of skimming stones across the fucking lock or whatever and then a, like not even in the distance like right in front of like whoosh like onto the beach sort of like monster sort of chomping fish or whatever and then you sent that to the news they'd be like nah it's a hoax I'd catch it because because no one would ever agree that it was legit would they 
I think we'd just have to, we'd have to kill You just it. happen to be filming on Loch Ness, just with this high-grade camera, just as this thing splashed out onto the beach in front of you. I, I wouldn't believe it if I fucking saw it. We'd have to kill it. That would be the only way of doing it, yeah, but that's how they used to do, like, um, that's what Darwin used to do. Like, you go to, like, yeah. far-flung reaches of the, the world and kill an find animal, a, a new creature, kill it, and then bring it back, and you'd be like, here's the thing. It's the last one. I, Why'd you kill it? Well, <laughs> let's not get into that. I didn't think anyone would believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, there also wasn't like outstanding monster special effects and stuff back in Darwin's day. Yeah, I don't think you would have been. Like, I don't mean to be a dick. I mean, like, if you wanted the best of both worlds, where you want people to know that you're not lying and you are the person that found the Loch Ness monster, the only way to prove it would be to capture it. And show people it real. Yeah, King Kong it. Yeah. But that means it's going to get experimented on and it's going to get fucking effectively tortured. So the best thing to do, if you want the everyone to have the knowledge that you're not lying and you did find it, would be to kill it so that it's put out of its misery. Yeah. Or just not, like you say, don't say nothing. But <laughs> then you would also life. be the person... Who killed the Loch Ness yeah. monster? No, because I—that's where the special effects come in. <laughs> Once they blur your face out. No, we'll just reanimate it on the video, um, falling on like there's a rake on the floor, and it stands on the rake and it boinks on the head. And the, <laughs> it's a there big was, rake. There was a bullet on the end of the rake. I—I <laughs> 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 I think we should go hunting for Nessie. I I think it's just like people do. It's like when people go like UFO hunting or whatever. Like you know, deep down, then they know they're not actually going to see anything. I mean, UFOs is a different kettle of fish where there's absolutely every possibility of like it is literally like fifty fifty with the UFO because it could happen. Whereas Nessie, it's it's pretty much hundred percent guaranteed you're not going to get anything. Well, they've they've. I mean, they've like taken equipment and stuff into Loch Ness. They've done like a whole documentary. If they if they've done like twenty five documentaries about trying to find the Loch Ness monster, it's not that big of a body of water. All they need to do is fucking drain it. What? And they just find all the dead bodies and old shopping yeah. trolleys and stuff. I mean, and they're like, they're, yeah, they did drain it. and There's like fifty dead bodies in it. And they're like, oh my god, <laughs> Nessie was a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought it? Yeah, but no. I mean, I drain it out. That'll prove whether there is something there or there isn't. But they won't do it because of the amount of tourism it brings. Yeah, you immediately go. No, there's definitely not. Look, we've checked. Then they're like, oh well. Okay, well then, what do we do with it now? It's just the. It's just Loch Ness again. And who wants to go to Loch Ness if there's not the odd possibility that maybe there's a naught point naught 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 one percent chance of finding a monster. That that was the pull. That was the intrigue of it. Oh, it's really annoying. The, the the closest thing we've got to like a giant, almost not a dinosaur, but like a a cool mythical creature is like a fucking giraffe or something like that. Well, no, it's the blue whale, you idiot. The blue whale's not cool. It's the biggest thing on the planet. Yeah, but it's not cool though, is it? It doesn't look weird. It's just a big fucking fish. It's not a big fish, it's, it's a big, a big whale, mammal. and whales are mammals. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, the Mr. Oh, I'm not a biologist. No, you're fucking not. Oh, yeah, that big I'm not fish. a marine biologist. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> At the beach, that's where the line's drawn. Yeah. Fucking hell. Do you remember uh, the weird alien body that got washed up uh, onto the beach? 
Which time? Um, it was. Tell you what, Dan. Um, tell everyone to go to podcastversusplayer.com and uh, visit our little deal section because they can still get Cyberpunk 2077 for the low, low price of uh, 35.99. Tell them about that. <laughs> I think you just did, mate. Uh, weird alien creature, and you have to tell me what the weird alien creature is that washed up on the beach. Right. Okay. So has this been identified? I, take I know it? what it is. Right. So what as a biologist? As a biologist. <laughs> so have a, have a butchers. It's a bear. It's not a bear. It's either a bear or a dog. It's not a dog. So <laughs> you're wrong on both. Um, it's got fur. It's, it's weird looking, isn't it? It is, but it's clearly not a fucking alien. No, it was an alien. Um, what do they call it now? I've just had the article open. They basically said because they, they don't know what the fuck it is, it was an alien-like creature, and then they had it all diagnosed and stuff, and then they knew what it was. Diagnosed, and they went, "Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> it's clearly dead." <laughs> oh my god, Nessie strikes again. <laughs> um. I don't know, it's got like a weird nose bone kind of yeah. thing. Um, it's got ears like a dog. But it's got a leg of a duck. It, <laughs> but it could just be, it looks like something that you could just put together in a special effects class. You know, you just sort of... No, it's, a human... it's, it's 100% real. No, but I mean, it just, it looks like oh. it's too bizarre, do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know, it's like the skull shape. It looks like it's canine. It's certainly a carnivore, it's got to be with those teeth. You want to tell you? I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's a big cat instead then. Like a tiger or something. Tiger. Yeah, go on, tell me what is it? A raccoon. Really? Mm-hmm. So, um it I suppose there's no frame of reference in terms of scale, is there? It it's Not on that it's picture, quite anyway. big. It's bigger than a it's bigger than a cat, it's a reasonably big one. But Yeah, I know, but I mean I said bear. <laughs> yeah, if I'd have seen bear. how small it was, I would have got, I wouldn't have gone bear, would I? Could have been a baby bear. It's about as big. Maybe, but with teeth that big, I don't know. So it, um, it's all bloated because of all the water. That's why it's like a lot bigger than a normal raccoon. Yeah. Um, and the way the the minerals and stuff in the uh, ocean um, affected some of its jawline and that. Um, uh, so it's, sort of so it's, it's some yeah, it's basically away. just been fucked. And then it washed up on the on the beach while people were on their holidays, and they're like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, that's the thing, though. Like, I, it's just clickbait, isn't it? Like, no one saw that and went, "Well, that's definitely an alien." No, it, I, I think I think it's more obviously the article is implied for you to go, "Wow, a fucking alien!" But I think the term is more, "It's an alien." It's it's alien to us because we don't know what it is. So. Like, well, like, no, because like, like I correct that. Scientifically, it'd be we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah. Someone could just look at that and go, "Oh, it's a bear, a really, really small bear." But then a scientist will come along, a proper biologist, regardless of what you say. <laughs> They'll come along and do a blood sample and go, "Well, funnily enough, this has got the exact same genetic makeup as a normal raccoon, so it's probably that." Can't believe they've got raccoons in space. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a Muppets Christmas special? Is it? <laughs> hey, have you seen the new advert for the Muppets show on Netflix? No, Looks sorry. Hilarious. Aren't we doing a podcast? We're this just having a chat. A podcast? At the no, it's not, mate. All right. 
Do you want some new? <laughs> yeah, please. Come on. So something washed up on a bit. <laughs> uh, the Boys Season 2. It's finally got a release date. September, I think, wasn't it? September 20th. 20th of September. Oh, no, it doesn't. No. Fucking idiot. 2020, I think that is. September 4th. Yeah. Just had a look. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, Dan, do you want the bad news? Not really. Okay. Uh, next bit of news. <laughs> um, while season one was released in its entirety in July last year, season two will have a different release pattern. Uh, the first three episodes will arrive September 4th. With Excuse me, I've got the hiccups. With the remaining five releasing one a week for the next five weeks. Fuck that. Yeah. That was one of the best things about the boys. This is the fact that it's just bang, it was all there, and I could just complete it in a night. I remember when The Tick started, and that was um, once a, that was one a once week. A week. Yeah. And then they had like the split, and then they were going to release the second half of the season later on in the year. And I remember the uh, guy, like the head of the Amazon Prime department, whatever, <laughs> saying uh, he, because people don't want to binge watch stuff and they want to make things last this is the best method of releasing content like this is this is why netflix fucking annihilates you amazon prime <laughs> yeah because that's, that's what netflix what have found want. in their ratings and data surely is that yeah we, we've been releasing all of these shows and we've got all these people paying us and we bring in probably billions by this yeah. point um so what what we found is that with everyone loving being able to watch everything in a weekend is that we're just going to release it one a week people would riot yeah people I still complain because Riverdale is one a week because it coincides like in America it's the TV thing yeah it's on um, I think it's on AMC or something in America Um, so it coincides with that it's like fuck off give it me in one go (laughs) but yeah you know I, I don't understand the logic behind it because whilst it's so stuff like uh, Top Med Jessica Jones that is the complete trend in for like the first because it's always on a Friday isn't it um, yeah. from that Friday probably through to the following Friday that's like one of the biggest trending things on Twitter and stuff because everybody's watching it like, I'll get a text off you at like 6pm Friday going just started uh Jessica Jones, and then at like three AM Saturday morning, just finished Jessica Jones. <laughs> just like, yeah, what it's the great. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but it's because you can, and I think if stuff like like Picard, I'm massively behind on Picard because I keep forgetting to watch it. Yep, same as Preacher. Yeah, like I keep on. Preacher, I, I did 100 percent always go out of my way to make sure I watched it, um, but. Preacher was always on at a time when there wasn't anything else on, which worked out well because then I, I did remember to watch it. But um, but if you've already released, like, because they did the same thing with uh, Hunters or the Hunters or whatever it's called, like the yeah the Nazi, Nazi thing, yeah thing, yeah, like they put all those out and like because I'll know after one or two as to whether I'm going to watch the rest of it, yeah. And if I have to wait two weeks to do so, then I I'm probably interest. not going to be. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sort of like... Because if I watch one or two and go, oh my God, this is gripping, then I've got to wait a week, I'll be furious. I think that was but, one of the biggest problems with that people had with Watchmen. Because whilst we really enjoyed it from the get-go, um, I know it, I know it wasn't on Amazon or Netflix or anything, but the, the one-a-week formula 
by the time you get into it, if you if you wasn't gripped to start with, like Zoe, Zoe didn't think much of it to start with, and then by the end time it had finished, she was like gutted that it was cancelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I think if you've got that, Watchmen's a, a tricky one where it's you either are going to like it or you're not. It's not for everyone, um, especially following the like the formula formulaic um way comic book shows have been done previously like your daredevils arrow that kind of thing it's not as accessible as them mm. but i think a show like that needs to be here's every episode so you can go bum 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 and just get into it uh, rather than having to wait a week forgetting what the fuck happened last week <laughs> because there was a lot of different storylines going on in each episode <laughs> yeah for sure like there'll be like little details or little subplots that you'll just forget about yeah. in the next one and i mean that's true with every show but i think something like like watchmen and stuff and to, to a lesser degree the boys because the boys was his point a and his point b um yeah but it's it's going to be very it's a it's a show that you're going to remember all the bits that you really liked like the the really over the top gore and that kind of stuff, but you probably will forget some of the story elements if you've got to wait week to week. Because it, it's mm. not as it's not as memorable as some of the other shows. Not saying it, not, not I I fucking love the boys. I think it was excellent, but it was also excellent because we could just watch all of it in one go. Yeah. And if you do forget, watch it again. Which I suppose you could still say <laughs> release it one a week. I'm kind of defeating my uh, my own argument. I know what no, I, I mean. <laughs> I, I do think that the, the one a week formula works for TV because it needs to get people coming back to a specific channel at a specific time so they can yeah. put adverts and stuff in there. You know, it kind of makes sense. Okay, but... hell. Do you think, how long would it take to put out all of EastEnders in one go? <laughs> well, that's like 50 years <laughs> worth of one a week, one a day. Is it twice a week? I, suppose? Oh, I don't know. I think it's three a week in it and then an omnibus on Sunday something like that yeah. yeah so that times 50 years I don't think there's enough space on the internet for <laughs> can you imagine something if like Netflix that. bought Emmerdale or something why why would they do that they've got enough bloody ideas that they're, they're running with now that they go how about a soap how about a soap an old British soap that's what I mean, we that's what you've the, effectively got in. with like your, your Riverdale and your Gossip Girl and that kind of thing it's, that's effectively a soap in it to a degree I don't know like real life I mean I know Riverdale's a bit more supernaturally than EastEnders but um, I don't know no it's not a soap it's a drama isn't it yeah I don't think like a soap opera would just be like I don't know what the exact definition of it is but it's like you know it's a a large community or a large group of people a town city something like that that is consistently plagued with problems the Simpsons (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean if it was on a couple of times every week then maybe but it's it is it's just a sitcom i think a soap's more what you've said but it's it's stuff that could happen Check to it. you exact yeah without there's no like create there's like a couple of murders or whatever yeah but, but that also could happen to you <laughs> well yeah okay so According to Wikipedia, this is a soap opera is a radio or television serial dealing especially with domestic situations and frequently characterised by melodrama and sentimentality. Um, The term soap opera, I didn't know this, the term soap opera originated from radio dramas being sponsored by soap manufacturers. 
I mean, when you say it, it makes sense, but yeah. <laughs> I just have thought that it was that's just what it was called. Oh, there you go. Um, BBC Radio's The Archers first broadcast in 1950, which still is ongoing, I believe, yeah. um, is the world's longest-running radio soap opera and the world's longest-running television soap opera. This is in the world. Coronation Street. That's been going a long time, hasn't it? 1960. Yeah. But Do you remember that's weird, man. My, my <laughs> nan used to watch Coronation Street, and I remember like when they first started showing it on a Sunday, that was like a massive thing for people, well, for people that liked fucking Coronation Street anyway. <laughs> and uh, I used to really enjoy it because it meant I could stay up an extra half an hour while she watched it, <laughs> and then I had to oh, get to bed. God. But I remember an episode. Where they had a ghost, <laughs> an actual ghost. Yeah, it was one. Um, I can't remember her name, but she, this woman, died, um, and then they just kind of like had like a, a. It was her, but with like a really shitty, like, with a sheet on. No, not quite. Not a sheet, but they just put like a glimmer around her, so she just had like this really, really bad chroma keyed in. Um, just vision net <laughs> it was fucking awful <laughs> it wasn't a real ghost though it was like just what someone was seeing in the head yeah because I, I think it's like there's, there's nothing fantastical about soap operas is that it's just sort of it's like a fairly sort of mundane it's, it's like, just what I think the, the like the all that they really accomplish in it is kind of the same thing that you get out of it as well it's just sort of like a chore <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to watch it, but... No, it's just like, I'll put 30 years into this, I have to see how it ends. That's what I did with Walking Dead. Yeah, it feels like it. I have I have since given up. I started watching it again, because Zoe told me there was a tiger in it. Sorry! <laughs> have you got some fucking news? Yeah, we were talking about the boys. <laughs> we're talking about Coronation Street currently. So, the boys is, is right. going to be back, all right? And Brilliant. in coinciding with that, um, Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander, um, keeps reminding people, you included, Dan, that Banshee is on Amazon Prime at the minute. Fucking watch it. Is he? Is he in that by any chance? Yeah, he's, well, he's the main guy. Is. But it's so good. I've told you for Wait, years. Wait, Homelander was the main guy from Banshee. Uh, ba- Bandlanders. Banshee. Bandlanders. <laughs> Into the Banshlands. <laughs> Bandlanders. That's that's a show I want to pitch to Netflix. It's with the homelessmen's. <laughs> no, it's like um. Uh, home, Highlanders. No, but they're all band members. <laughs> all the Highlanders go on tour, <laughs> supported by the Mounties, <laughs> the Rolling Stones. Um, well, no, I, yeah, no, I didn't know he was the same dude. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. awesome. I told you for years to watch it. Fucking no, I have. I've played a few times. Yeah, for sure. But it's really good. Um, so, have you read the boys yet? Ah, oh, no. then we'll move on then because I can't talk about it. I was gonna, what I was gonna do was, the season one took a lot of liberties. Like they changed a lot. Not for the, like, it didn't make it worse, but they they definitely changed a lot. Um, sure. And I was going to s- see if um, so. It's not a, it's not a spoiler. Um, in the in the comics, his wife she's not alive. She is one hundred percent dead. Right. And obviously. At this end, spoilers for season one of the boys. At the end of this, we find out she's not dead. So yeah, she's very much alive and very much has a child. Yeah. So that in itself is a massive thing that changes, like the entirety of the full run of the boys' comics is 
um, he wants to kill Homelander because he killed his wife. Now he finds out he didn't. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, they've like, obviously got something they're going to do. Yeah, but it, it's it's probably still a, a way of them just it's a good cliffhanger, I yeah. guess. Then because like you've been following his story that whole time, um, and then there's this it's not a payoff necessarily. So he couldn't just beat Homelander like at the end of the first season and gets his vengeance because what the hell's season two going to be if that's yeah, exactly. the case? Because they've already so, changed the because all of the boys take the drug to get strong, so they've got powers, um, and that's how they fight them. Um, and that's they haven't they haven't really established any of that in season one, yeah. so I don't think they're going to go down that route either. Um, but I say so I don't want to talk because I don't want to spoil anything, just in case they do stick to a bit more of the the comic story. So next bit of news. More more TV stuff done. Um, Anthony Mackie says uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is like a six-hour Marvel movie. I'm okay with yeah, that. I'm more than okay with that. Um, in an interview, um, he said it will feel similar to movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, but there's been one major difference in making the show, which is the budget. The miniseries is supposed to cost $150 million dollars which is a massive amount for a TV show, but it's... Just for Falcon and Winter uh, Soldier or for Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki? That's just and... Falcon and Winter Soldier. Jeez. Um, but that's still less than half of um, the $350 million price tag, not including advertising for Endgame. So for a TV show, that's a... Fu- especially, it's only like six episodes as well. <laughs> How much did it cost to make The Mandalorian? Oh, a lot. Because that is like that's like movie quality kind of TV stuff, you know. So if they can put the same amount of effort into something like that, it would it would you know it means that you wouldn't have a Superman show where Superman's just walking around all the time, or you know whenever he flies off, it just sort of goes whoop and just <laughs> flies above the camera and he's gone all of a sudden. Like that'll be Falcon genuinely flying about. It'll be Bucky doing some sweet ninja shit like it, it sounds like they're putting that kind of money into it it is what? probably going to be like indistinguishable from a you know a sort of a winter soldier kind of feel uh mandalorian cost 12.5 million per episode so eight episodes that's 100 million overall and that looks amazing yeah. I, I think with, genuinely with, with it looks mandalorian amazing. though you have to take into account a lot of that cost will be the um, like the curved screen set that they were using for the yeah, like, all yeah, of yeah. VR stuff to make the all the all the sets were made in real time using yeah. yeah. Like, have, have you watched the behind the scenes yet? I it's so that. interesting, really is. It's a bit too like you can tell some of the shots where the, like they're talking and then it will show you some behind the scenes stuff while they're like talking over the clips and you're like these have been purposely filmed for this exact fucking thing <laughs> like you know what well they, they they probably said like we can get viewership out of the mandalorian itself it's a new star wars property it's a new tv thing well not tv i keep saying tv i, I know it's not a television it's, it's, show it's a tv show really isn't it? just for ease let's yeah. say it is um but because it's going to be the first foray into a star wars smaller screen 
you know, kind of thing. We want a, a proper documentary. You know, we want something that people will look back on in 30 years' time because people will do because they're still obsessed with Star Wars and they'll they'll want to see exactly how we made it and, you know, be a part of history. It's like the Lord of the Rings, man. Like, yeah. the, the extended, like, behind-the-scenes shit. Like, they knew that was going to be an absolute epic and they were like, we have to get all of this shit on film. Yeah. Like, behind the cameras as well. We need to show the effort that's gone into it, it to prove that it was worth it. it you know? It's it's more the... You know, like... So if you watch, again, something like Coronation Street and you see the extras in the back and they're just told, just like talk, pretend you said something funny. It's that kind It's that <laughs> kind of stuff where it's like... like It, it just seems a little bit fake. Um, where, like, I'm more interested in listening to, like, John Favreau and Taika Waititi and them talking about the visions that why they really wanted to do this show and the visions they had and the the obstacles they had and what they had to what they had to do with such a short time restraint um like they they, they do a thing um oh i can't remember what it's called off the top of my head but basically every single episode of the mandalorian is made in cgi first yeah um to see where where the pyro um, like where they're setting off the explosion and stuff, where it's going to look better, um, and then anything. I'd say somebody was sick and they couldn't do a particular stunt. They could just because it's it, it's like PS2 level graphics on this CGI thing. It's, it's basically made in like a day, um, but it's the entire. You could they could upload it and you could watch the entire season like that. Um, but say somebody wasn't, they weren't able to do something. They can just go right. We'll spend a day now. Here's all our CGI people. Make that look as good as a real person, and they'll yeah. just upscale, like make it look all cool and stuff. But like the room, it's like storyboard. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's essentially animated yeah, storyboard. Yeah, essentially, yeah. and that's where um, obviously Dave Filoni, who made like Clone Wars and Rebels and whatnot, this was his first like foray into live action, and it was just really really interesting to see him and John Favreau go like John Favreau obviously has directed a, a ton of stuff and he dipped his toes in this like filming with CGI in real time with the Jungle Book and then this is taking it to the next level where they're just in a fucking room and you've got a guy with an Oculus Rift making things happen whilst they're filming so they can react to it in real time and it's amazing and I think yeah. that alone probably cost about eighty million. <laughs> but then, when they've built the hardware and they've got it working, yeah, that's that's going to be used in everything from going forward, yeah. I imagine, because it's such a. It you're not, you, I don't know. It just takes away some of the the workload because you, obviously normally you'd green screen it and then you'd have to chroma key it out and you'd have to do your lighting and uh, make sure everything matches up and stuff. Whereas this, it's done. The lighting is part yeah. of that setup the if something fall like i don't know a giant boulder falls the people on the inside think it's happening because it looks yeah. so realistic it's amazing um and it's worth what you say it's on disney plus now um i think it's about seven episodes in out of the eight uh, but it's well worth watching it's really interesting and uh the bird from jurassic park was one of the directors the I mean, the, 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 no, Durham, no, Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas Howard. All right, um, yeah. She's one of the directors in it. Bryce Dallas Howard did a director 
for the man. She directed the some of the Mandalorian episodes. Yeah. No yeah. way. I didn't know this. I didn't. Like, I was watching. I was like, she looks fucking well familiar. And then she was talking about like, yeah, obviously coming off Jurassic Park as so well. Like, motherfucker. Did <laughs> <laughs> you? But yeah, yeah. Uh, Fallen Kingdom is on Netflix at the moment. I enjoyed it. Just so that you can not watch I that. I enjoyed it. I did not. I, I thought it is. I don't think it's a good even Jurassic as, Park film. No, I don't think it's a good anything. I, I was all right. Like Fallen, not Fallen Kingdom. Um, Jurassic World seemed like it was the sort of the Force Awakens of the Jurassic yeah. Park series. You know, it was a reboot, but it was relatively sort of it felt true familiar. To the, yeah, it was. There was a there was a new park, but then there was still a new problem, and there was a big dinosaur, and that was the new thing. And you know, everyone's in peril and. The kid from Iron Man Three's in it who really annoys me for some reason. Like he's just got a face I just want to drown. I think it's just I want to just like he's in this park where like people would pay a lot of money, which obviously they do, to go to this park. He's just like, yeah, what is? <laughs> oh wow! No, no, not the older kid, the little kid. I thought it was the older kid. No, no, the, no. The older one was the sort of lot of like, eh, dinosaurs, whatever. It was the little kid who was like, I'm a genius and I know everything about dinosaurs. Is the kid from Iron Man 3? I thought yeah, he was way older now. That's why I thought it was the, the older kid. No, All right, he's, fucking hell. Wait, he's, just, he's just a little, just fucking... I was just like, yeah, you should get eaten. You deserve it, you They proved it, fucking hell. <laughs> like, everyone in that park yeah, it's like, did. How about we just take this fucking experimental gyrosphere off the beaten yeah. path? Oh, that, that's been torn open by a dinosaur. How about we check it out? How about you don't, you <laughs> fucking idiot? They just happened to... Uh, Remember when we did up Grandad's Jeep? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a bit of sort of like, oh, that thing that I remember how to do now. It's like, oh, remember all those flying games that you play? Just jump in this chopper and let's fly that. Yeah, sure, no worries. To be fair, they did that on one of the uh, episodes of the new series of Rick and Morty when they're on about putting the ship together when Morty and Summer um, end up smoking that stuff on the on that ship and well he's like yeah i'll be able to fly we need to just get it working it's just like the video games i play and then they get it working it just crashes immediately <laughs> like, i don't think i've seen that have you not watched yet. the new season uh, well it's, it stopped halfway through it's all back on is it on netflix it's, i watched it like i finished it about a month ago because it was on uh 4od before netflix which was weird um, it's probably about to drop then, if that's yeah. the case. It's not a bad It's a good season. It's all right. Yeah, I don't think it's quite as impactful as season three so far. No. But there's been some, there's some, been some really good episodes. The last episode's pretty good. Oh, I'm sure. I won't yeah. spoil it, obviously. But it's... it's yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep an yeah, eye out yeah. for it, because I do want to watch it. Um, but yeah, so uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier... Um, I I think I'm more excited for this than any of the other announced Marvel TV shows. Well, Netflix shows, but Disney Plus shows. We'll get there. Jesus, <laughs> I'm just going to refer to them as TV because that's where I'm watching it. I think everyone is just like, what was it? A streaming yeah. show, streamed, streamed it's the MTVU, the Marvel TV universe. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't quite roll off the tongue there, does well, it? Well, it technically would be MTU, wouldn't it? What did you say? MTVU. I just put the word. What, Marvel Television Universe. Well, it's not a television, though, so it wouldn't be, would it? Like, 
ninety percent of people will be watching it on their TV. Well, I don't know. This is an increasingly digital age, really. Exactly, and like most TVs have got Disney Plus and Netflix built into them. <laughs> no idiot watches TV. I anymore. do. No, it's all computers these nah. days. Although my new chair is comfortable enough to sit and watch a TV show on it. I'd probably just turn it around and look at the TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a waste, man, all that real estate. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I... Was this meant to release sooner? Did the coronavirus change the release date for Falcon? I think it did, because it pushed Black Widow back, didn't it? Yeah, that's coming out in, I want to say, November now. Uh, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that it, like everything that was on the release calendar has been moved back to the next mm. slot. So I think like Doctor Strange or something, like in terms of films, is the next one after Black Widow, I think. But I could be wrong there. But either way, like Black Widow moved into that slot, and then that one's moved into the next one slot, and then so on, so on, so on. But I don't know if that shift has affected the TV things as well. I say TV, you know what I mean? <laughs> but. The thing is, like for for something like you know Doctor Strange, I imagine there's still a lot of work and editing and stuff like that that's still being done. Whilst the filming itself may have already uh, wrapped yeah. up, you know, but it's still people in animation studios and they're all close together, so obviously you can't really do that. Whereas something like Winter Soldier and Falcon, they probably already finished that and it's just touching it up. Really. I, c- I can say you know, I, if, I if, imagine a lot of this has been filmed using the stuff from the Mandalorian, like the screens and that. Maybe so. Again, if you've got it, then you know yeah. utilize it. Especially if you can make it look as good as the Mandalorian did. Because the if it, if it feels like a like a Marvel movie, it's got it's got obviously there will be effects in it and stuff. And I mean Falcon alone, he's not actually flying. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I am really looking forward to it, but I there's a very 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 small amount of talk about it whereas like the mandalorian was everywhere for months and months leading up to it well we've just had a big sort of like we've got a big gap of marvel stuff for i don't know since endgame i suppose or well, no since uh, spider-man spider-man um, yeah but that was still last year man or the year before maybe no it's last year I don't know. Time doesn't mean anything anymore, does it? <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that Falcon and Winter Soldier would be a good sort of standalone little series of just them just getting more and more annoyed, and then maybe they're best mates or whatever. Whereas WandaVision, to me, that one seems like it's going to be more comic booky. I think it's the one... I think it's going to be the one everyone who likes comics is going to be happy with. Um, but I think, I think Falcon and Winter Soldier will be the most exciting in terms of there's going to be a lot of fight scenes and that kind of... All I, just, all I want them to do is just be like, look, we're going to make this thing. It's based on you guys, but yeah, sure, Paul Rudd will be in it. Mark Ruffalo, we'll get him in there for an episode just for a, a quick Hulk about or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have the potential. And plus, the actors genuinely do seem to enjoy working for these directors and with this company. So if they, you know, whilst they may not be contractually obligated... Um, if they're sort of like, hey, Chris Evans, we've got, um, you know, we're doing a WandaVision episode and there's one that's going to be set in the 40s. 
um, did you want a little cameo just in the cap suit? And like, because he could say, "No, I'm done yeah. with it," or he could be like, "Yeah, sure, just a, just one little yeah. thing. Why not?" You know. So I think there's the potential there for stuff like that. But I think that like one division just seems to have more because that's going to tie into um, Doctor, Strange. Doctor Strange. Like that to me is one of the most exciting films that's going to be coming out TV because. Shows. No, oh, Doctor Strange. Got you. Um, but again, because that's going to be the sort of the lead up to that film, I'm hoping. Um, whilst they're exploring all of this multiverse stuff, that's where we're going to get X Men, Fantastic Four, Deadpool. Like that's if, where uh, that sort of stuff could be touched on, not necessarily followed through with, but just touched it on. It seemed like they had two two options to bring the X Men in, and one of them was the snap in Endgame. Well, Infinity War and Endgame, or this where you've got your, your different dimensions and stuff and alternate realities and that. I'd, I'd be happier with that because if it was so, say, if like Tony Stark did the snap and he said, "Right, I want to get rid of Thanos and all of his armies." However, I also want new people heroes. to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want I want people to build this armor around the world. You know, I want this protective layer of people. Like we've got the Avengers and they're great, but we need more because if we can just about scrape by yeah. beating this guy if there's someone even slightly better than him we're yeah. fucked so if he was just sort of like okay and this is and then the next generation is born and they have abilities or whatever but then you lose like all the wolverine stuff you yeah. lose magneto like their their origins are sort of born through history and historical events i'm event. already a, a bit upset that we're not going to have the wolverine cap fighting in the wars together because well again we, we I mean obviously any... depending on what happens with w- the timeline we end up in could be the one where that did happen maybe so because obviously that didn't happen because yeah. he, I'm sure he would have gone hey I know this guy from <laughs> like 70 years ago he should still be alive have sure give him a call as well full of superheroes <laughs> or they could just do a retcon just sort of like cap knocking on the door and then whoever's playing the new Xavier answers it and goes, no, we're not helping. Yeah, like, like they did and in Civil like, War. Okay, fair enough. Well, it's not like... Um, yeah, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Um, there was... Um, Ryan Reynolds had put one of the ideas for Deadpool 3 was Deadpool kills the Fox universe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can he incorporate the Sony universe into that as well and get rid of Venom while he's at it? Well, that was a another idea of how they could get the new X-Men in was by Deadpool travelling through different... Like, now he's part of the... Uh, technically part of the MCU. And he has a time he, travel uh, He hops through time, kills everybody from the Fox universe and the, the repercussions of that. They get a new Wolverine and a new Cyclops and a new... <laughs> sure, <laughs> but if, if the thing is, I think that Marvel wouldn't just carry on going. Okay, well, which ones have we got? We got Wolverine, we got Cyclops, we got Storm. I reckon they'd go more of a New Mutants kind yeah. of way, and they'd find mutants still with mutant powers, but maybe they'd take a break from the sort of the mutant X Men team that we're sort of used yeah. to. So maybe they'd focus on more sort of the, you know. Rogue and Iceman yeah, and Kitty Pride yeah. and that kind of stuff, sort of the beat. I don't know. I think listers. even even lower down than that, like because you when you bring your X Men in, that needs to be the start of whatever phase it's going to be. This is the this is their 
not I don't mean the last film but this is their end game where mm. like you're just like holy fuck I can't believe this is actually happening kind of thing and rather than being a, a tag along of an already existing film whereas if you've got if you introduce your much lower level mutants where you go mutants do exist and then you find your your x-men characters whether they're already established or it, not you, you it's it this is the problem with the the universe that it's as it's been set up like so you've got like captain marvel and stuff like that where it's like well she's been around since the 90s but she just hasn't been yeah. here which is why every other film they haven't been a part of it spider-man he's only had his powers for six months that's why he wasn't in the avengers or you know that's why he wouldn't have been of any use with the i mean you could kind of do what they did with endgame and the ancient one where she was still fighting but she just didn't leave yeah um the bleaker street you know base what's it called San- Sanct- sanctum sanctorum something like that isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but themselves. she was there. But she... <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't leave. She was still doing her job and protecting the place. But she was still chipping yeah. in. So you could just have that. You know, you've got an, a city-wide invasion. You could have a few X-Men, just sort of like Cyclops and Jean, just getting lunch or something. And then there's the ship flies past, and Cyclops like, yeah. and just blows it up. And like, okay, we need to get the fuck out of here before anyone sees that we just shot yeah. lasers. Even though, again, but the, the problem you have with that sort of situation, you go, okay, well, 10 years before that, Tony Stark went, I'm Iron Man. And everyone went, yeah. fantastic. We need more guys like you. Absolutely. Thor, magical guard guy, love him. Let's take, let's all take selfies. D- that is not the world where mutants would be persecuted. I su- yeah, I Do you know what I mean? Like, people absolutely love the but Avengers. What- why, why would anyone go... Oh, Tony Stark's great. Thor is great. The Hulk, yay, fair enough. He blew up all those buildings and stuff in in South Africa or wherever he was. Um, all these mutants, so <laughs> boo, boo, mutants. Let's but cure them that's all. That's what they need. Like, though, do you know what I mean? That's part of the X Men. Yeah, but that, that's exactly what I mean. So, like, if if you could have like an elsewhere story that's set up through Doctor Strange, that would be here's a world where heroes aren't celebrated. Yeah. Where they, you know, they're kind of tolerated by the, you know, the, the major powers or whatever, you know, the government and the law enforcement or whatever, but the the people are still very split on it. And I suppose that you know you could draw quite a lot of parallels to you know sort of political yeah, views yeah. and things like that that are going on in today's well, that's uh, what life. Effectively, it was wasn't it? It was the comic book equivalent of being persecuted for being different. Yeah, absolutely. So if you were to take them from, say. Uh, Genosis, yeah. something like that. You know, if you if you just like there was a cataclysmic event. So, uh, what was the what was the storyline where Sentinels just wipe everybody out in on Geonosis? Is it House of M? House of M's afterwards. Because um, um, you got is that what they got? The, days of Future space Past. Um, that's got a massive Sentinel presence of wiping out everything. But House of M. Is events caused by? I want to say. Oh, hold Star on, not Geonosis. That's from Star Wars. Am I no, thinking the Geonosis? Is it Magneto's Island? No, yeah, yeah, Scarlet Witch yeah. suffered a mental breakdown, altered the fab- uh, fabric of reality to create recreate lost children. Um, no, it's not that I'm thinking of. Then, um, yeah, it was House of M. Okay, yeah. Well, conventionally, uh, while conventional reality was eventually restored, it came at a high price as thousands, if not millions, of Earth's mutant population lost their powers or died in the process leaving only a few hundred mutants alive and powered 
just like most of his new Geonosian allies and enemies, Magneto is one of the depowered people remaining trapped on the island. So that's what I'm thinking was. There was like some sort of like cataclysmic um, Geonosian yeah. event. So if it's Scarlet Witch, if it's the same Scarlet Witch, you know, you have sort of like a nebula endgame moment yeah. where they sort of like cross, you know, sort of they're, like in, they're in the wrong space and time and they, you know, powers sync up or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. But, you know, something like that happens. She gets pulled into a reality where she was this person who tore reality and killed millions of yeah, mutants. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is like, well, we've got a reality that's not fucked and everyone doesn't hate you for being slightly Rick different. So why don't you all come through? <laughs> yeah, they just Rick and Morty it, yeah. Um, and then they can pull out... Yeah, so, But then you could still have Wolverine and Cyclops and Storm, but then they could say, we want to look after the people that have survived. Yeah. So then you could have the next mutant team that goes through into the current MCU and they will join it's the Avengers from the, the events of what happened during that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So something like that. That's that's why I'm looking forward to like Doctor Strange and the One Division stuff because that that to me is the gateway to yeah. X-Men and the Fantastic Four and the the even more sort of bonkers comic book stuff really. Um but you could still, you know, get Howard the Duck back in. Yeah. Sure, why not? Well, he was in Endgame, Let's get all he? the Yeah, exactly. You know, so get all the animal versions of the Avengers, you know, the rabbit and like Captain America's a rabbit but and the, all um, that sort of stuff, you know. Oh no, that was DC that I was thinking of. Do ignore me. I was gonna say about the squirrel agent guy. But that's DC. Uh yeah, there's like um it was like the Justice League of Animals or something like that. It was Looks um, bunny, like Spider Pig, you know. Yeah, jo- not Spider. Yeah, Spider Ham. Yeah, Spider Ham. Sorry, but yeah, all that sort of. You know, you could throw them all in there. And just have it as fucking wacky mm. as you want. But I do think that something like that, where the X Men would be pulled through, because they wouldn't be looked at like looked at as these sort of weird, different. Because like, because clearly mutants have existed in the X. Uh, sorry, in the the Fox kind of yeah. timeline, whatever that's <laughs> supposed to look like. But they've clearly been around for thousands of yeah. years. It's just that people don't really like them that much because they're, you know, exceptionally powerful. And, you know, some of them try and cause the end of the world, but whatever. <laughs> but, you know, so this this sort of, like, constant tension, you know, between mutants and humans, whereas in the current MCU, I really don't think that, like, the Avengers and that, they wouldn't have been received as well. Well, you've got your... If, obviously, you're going to... There's going to be some mutants that are so your your Wolverine, your Cyclops, Jean Grey, all that. They're all normal-looking people um, who happen to have, like you say, extraordinary powers. Um, but some of your mutants, obviously, um, the oh my god, what they're called? Um, more do, 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 do. they live in the sewers. Uh, Morlocks. Uh, Morlocks. Um, obviously, they're not visually appealing to people yeah like yeah Mara. so you, you, you're gonna have like some where spikes they are gonna still be perceived as they might not be no oh, no god i don't want to be saved by you <laughs> like but they're not <laughs> gonna be as accepted much like regular people um yeah. where you've like you're you're a handsome robert danny jr looking fellow with lasers yeah. and rockets and shit you're pretty cool like yeah i trust but you then, You've got your your other ones who aren't going to be. They're not going to be accepted because 
they're different and people are bellends and I, I I think they <laughs> I think they still need the X-Men need that it's one of the things that makes them heroes is despite all of the the negative response they get they still want to help people yeah they know that they need to try yeah. and bridge the gap and, because otherwise they will just be seen as yeah. the brotherhood and without that they just become they're just the Avengers essentially <laughs> yeah um, so I, I don't know maybe if they sort of you know they have like the, so maybe they do like a Supergirl Flash thing and they just say okay we can set up a an X-Men universe um, and have oh fuck it we'll put the Fantastic Four in there as well and then they can cross over yeah. X-Men versus the so like, bloody Avengers let's get it done <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because then, you know, they all power through and then it's all these people and they see them as a threat because, you know, who are yeah. they and why are they here? And then they just defend themselves. You know, it's just sort of... It's probably Batman versus Superman, but with teams and probably done properly as well. Where, you know, they actually sit down and go, actually, why are we doing this? You're not a bad guy. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, you've already kind of had that with, like, Spider-Man and yeah. Iron Man and Doctor... Not Doctor Strange. Um, it's like... Like, on... in in. Ebony Wars shit. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the Guardians bust in and they all... Have a little standoff. Pulling guns and shit on each other and have a bit of a tussle. Right. And then they're just like, right, where's Thanos? And they go, oh, oh, so you're from... Oh, okay, oh, right, yeah, cool, we're all on the same side. I, st- I still hate the fact... That's how that Batman versus Superman should have gone. That's all I'm saying. Got the drop on fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, no, I I think that he's a, a kid well outside still got of spider sense, And I think he would have... Well, I didn't at that point. <laughs> They hadn't really, they hadn't really written yeah, they, it in they, at that point. They, they? they explained it in uh, in Homecoming. So he's got it. Um, it's just the, especially in Endgame, they show you the the hairs coming up on his arms, mm. and that's how it works. I still think that's it's still if he's still sort of like six to eight months to a, well six to months to a year within his first powers, he probably hasn't really adjusted to them all too well because he still gets hit. Fat Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if he's getting hit then clearly he's not like almost yeah precognitive you know what I mean like theoretically like he should be like a Jedi like no one should be yeah. able to hit him he should he should see everything come. it's like the Flash like anytime the Flash gets punched or something I'm just like bollocks because it got a while he's supposed to be the fastest thing in the universe and Someone with a baseball bat, like Joker or something, can get a cheeky smack on him. I was like, "Fuck off!" Come That's on. That's a really good um, little segue, though, Dan. The Flash movie, Mr. Michael Keaton reprising his role as Mr. Bruce Wayne. Okay, what? you haven't seen this. So, news hit on Friday. Um, Michael Keaton will be reprising his role as Bruce Wayne in the new Flash movie. Um, which I'm assuming is going to be based on Flashpoint. Um, he's travelling. So he'll be he, Thomas. No, Wayne. no, he's Bruce Wayne. So I think this is going to be a alternate dimension um, or alternate timeline. It doesn't say whether he's going to don the bat suit or if he's just going to be Bruce Wayne. But it's uh, the 1989 Batman, and it's going to be. It's officially part of. That's incredible. Oh I my can't believe God. you haven't seen this. Yeah, I absolutely have Wow. Oh, can you imagine a modern version of the 89 Batmobile? I don't want to. 
still the same look, want still the same <laughs> type of. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying change it. I'm just ah. saying that like you, you don't sort of Batman forever it and put neon <laughs> lights in it or whatever. But Hydraulics. <laughs> yeah, you can you can actually yeah. do things with it. Oh my god, that's incredible! It's pretty good. So Keaton is not only Vulture in the MCU, <laughs> but he's now Batman again in the so DCU. Michael Keaton is in the MCU, the Sony Marvel Universe, because he's in Morbius, and now he's in oh, yeah, um, the DCEU as well. Well, does that mean if he's in the Sony universe, then, does that mean that he's been removed from MCU no. canon? So then there's a character, so the Scorpion, that's not Scorpion, sorry. Um, you've got Vulture as a character that's active and alive in both yep. Sony and Disney's universes, but neither <laughs> films will... Int- <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> so, like, effect... So Sony can... Uh, that Sony can use any Spider-Man character and or property... But then why didn't they go, okay, well, Scorpion. Why we'll didn't they him. go, okay, Spider-Man? <laughs> Probably because they were like, well, we, we want Tom Holland to do it, and he's kind of busy at the moment. Yeah, yeah hold so. off. That would have... That yeah, no one was in a fucking that, rush that for Venom, Venom a million times better if Spider... Even if Tom Holland was in it. They didn't even change the film, just have him in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the girlfriend. But, um, yeah, so the shot you see... Of Michael Keaton in his little uh, boiler jumpsuit from prison, that's the that's the same jumpsuit that he's got at the end of Homecoming. It yeah. is the white and, one, and, it, and it's already been announced that he is playing. Uh, well, fucking hell, was uh, Thingy Tombs? What's his name? What's his first? Adrian? Adrian. Um, that is the character he's playing. So he is indeed Vulture. Okay, but uh, and yeah, he's, and he's Batman back to. <laughs> Batman, that's. I mean, that's amazing. Out of all the people that you could have picked to replace Ben Affleck, I didn't. I wouldn't have put Michael Keaton on that list at all. <laughs> Someone who's got thirty years on him, but he's also a really fucking good actor, and I could see him being sort of like you know, like the um, the kind of the Bruce Wayne that we got in uh, Titans. Yeah. He's just older, but he's he's a bit annoyed by the world, but. You know, he's been he's just been doing it for long enough, but you know, put him in a fight and yeah. kick the shit out of you without any without any Vulture. real trouble. Not not as not as yeah, menacing, obviously, and evil, but he's I don't know, man. It. I'd say that Vulture is as scary as uh, is scarier than Batman eighty nine. No, no, that's what I mean. Like that kind of he's just a he, in Homecoming. He's just a regular guy, but mm. he's fucking menace. Like he's not big. He's not anything, but he's no, just—it's just, it's the, the wingspan. It's no, the no, no, just his agent tombs. He's fucking intimidating. Just, just his demeanor and and the way he talks and that. Oh yeah, that's that, like I say, it's yeah, just because yeah. he's a very good actor. And so you just bring a bit of that to Bruce Wayne, put him in a suit, and just have him annoyed with Barry Allen for a yeah. bit. I'm okay with I that. Know, I thought it was really cool news. Um, yeah, I, I would wager a lot of that. money to that's say that happened. he doesn't wear the costume. Well, considering we've got Robert Pattinson, who's just doing it, you can't have two live-action Batman really at the same sort of time because that's going to confuse them. Especially being made by the, the, the same, <laughs> they're both being made by. Yeah, Warner but Brothers. neither have got neither have got anything yeah. to do with each other. Um, 
It's a bit weird. Unless unless the, the final suit and the final shot of the Robert Pattinson Batman... It's Batman 89. <laughs> ...is the 89 suit, yeah, <laughs> with I, the yellow I chest. I think what they're going to do, and if they do, I think it is an absolute stroke of genius. The first time I can ever say that about the DCEU is <laughs> this multiverse is... This is going to fix all the continuity errors within the DCEU because they can use this and... The Joker is part of the DCEU, but it's not part of the uh, Ben Affleck Batman or your, your Wonder Woman's or anything like that. It's that's an Elseworld kind of thing. You've got your because um, I know the only ones that have officially been stripped uh, been stripped of any titles whatsoever is Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that it's just. Batman, Batman and Batman Returns that's the world they're taking from um, the older films well it's why the Affleck Batman had the Danny Elfman yeah, yeah. Um, theme song because uh, obviously he was he was brought on to uh, they brought the on um, the, the soundtrack, soundtrack from Christopher Reeve Superman as well for Thingy yeah apparently so I, I really yeah, didn't yeah, I clock it at all it at the cinema. I went yeah yeah, but there's um, I, I don't know. I, I would like to see all of the the Batman that we've seen in live action all just old yeah. and annoyed, <laughs> just really grumpy in and really day. pissed off. That... <laughs> Kapow! <laughs> yeah. I... Well, he's dead. Well, I wasn't doing Adam West. It's just like, <laughs> oh right, okay. Um... But you could get Keaton and Clooney, Clooney? and uh, Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, Fuck I'd say off. get him back and just. Because then you'd have the other Batman just like, what the fuck's your suit about, mate? Well, you you just well, you go. Well, that was just it was a that was a stylistic choice at the time, and he's changed his mind and he's got rid of him. But he's still got Chris O'Donnell. So jacked, they basically just molded his bare naked body for the armor, and it was cold. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. they just poked through. (laughs) What did about it? I don't know, like, because I was always of the impression. Batman, Batman Returns, um, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin was the same universe, just the same as James Bond. They changed the person, yeah, because yeah, so, Alfred yeah. stayed the same, Commissioner Gordon stayed the same, so that was all the same people in my like Bat, Michael Keaton Batman, and all the way through to George Clooney Batman was the same Batman well I mean they said there was a throwaway line in Justice League of Alfred going oh god remember the like the time the, the biggest problem that we had to deal with was wind up yeah. exploding penguins <laughs> so then you could say okay well then Batman Forever is canon because that was with the penguin with wind no, up exploding Batman penguins returns that was Michael Keaton Oh wait, forever was forever was with face and uh, Jim Carrey, Ridley. Yeah, that was Val. That was Val. I, see, I always thought it was. I, I always thought it was forever with like Christopher nah, Walken that, and um, Michelle Pfeiffer. You got Is that um, returns, yeah. Batman. Batman, obviously eighty nine. The first one, that's the Joker, Jack Nicholson. Then the second one is Michelle Pfeiffer and um, Danny DeVito. And then it goes yep. into Val Kilmer Batman for Batman Forever, and then Batman and Robin with Clooney. 
and I'll, yeah. I'll swatch the <laughs> the the I say cometh. Freeze! <laughs> Shut up! I can't think of anybody worse to cast as Mister Freeze. <laughs> I don't know because like he, I, I prefer the sort of like the animated Mister Freeze, where he's just sort it's of like, like a, a sort of. He's just a scientist, but he's also, you know, he's quite yeah. thin and wiry. Not a gigantic... Like, if they'd have switched out whoever it was inside the rubber suit of playing yeah. Bane and put him in the ice suit and then put Schwarzenegger with a mask on and the Venom thing's going into his head, you probably would have been closer. But, you know, um, like the the the, um, like the Mr. Freeze that they've got in the Arkham yeah. games, um, like he's a, he's a really kind of difficult bad guy like to to beat but like in the DLC as well for Arkham Knight I think it is like you know that Batman's just sort of like look I get why you're yeah. doing this but at the same time you're still yeah, doing still criminal good. shit and you need to stop but you know he you know he's but he's he's not a bad he's not a joker you know he's not a riddler trying to yeah, if, find if, ways if to annoy let him just do what he wanted to do he wouldn't hurt anyone yeah for sure like and that that's why I think that he I think he would have made a pretty good villain for the, the mm. Nolan trilogy better than Bane I would have said cause, yeah because even though it's like, a guy who is he obviously he relies on a like a cryo energy suit whatever it is yeah maybe you but couldn't have got you, away you with that you could have Nolan. done it, it would have just been a you, I don't know you do something so his heart needs to be something happened and his heart has to be at a certain temperature so he's got this suit and it keeps his suit at a certain temperature, and then, yeah, like, I don't maybe. know, how you get away with your freeze ray gun and stuff, but <laughs> I don't know. I still think that it's be better than Bane, though. Like Mysterio, like he's he's a good villain, yeah. Like, but he's he's a well-rounded. But Mysterio is well. another yeah, one where you'd go on paper that shouldn't have worked, really, because it's <laughs> just special effects, and like in, in the but you throw drones, yeah, like the mix. it all makes what? sense because it's. Everything's happening around you, and it's it's in a technological world where it's possible. And but they've gone that. How can we do this? Because obviously in the comics and cartoons and stuff, they'll do a bit, and then Spider-Man will go, "Wait a minute! There's a little device on the floor that's doing a, a hologram." <laughs> and you know, yeah. it's it's just stupid. Like like there's a scene in one of the old cartoons um, where Mysterio does like a couple of doubles of himself there's like six of them and he's like oh which one's the real me you can't web all of us yes he can he's spider-man <laughs> like don't be a fucking idiot but if they'd have done that well you could do the old thor method of just throw something out yeah. if it goes through it's exactly. probably not a real one but it, it's they managed to work around it to make it this is a massively believable thing Whereas Mr. Freeze on paper is exactly the same, but if they put the same train of thought into it, you could make it work in a a, a much more grounded uh, universe. And obviously, I know Batman and Robin was so far past the ground, <laughs> like he was basically walking on air, but it, it still didn't work in that universe. No, and that was clearly supposed to be like a... a, a almost a parody of superhero films I guess but considering there's only really been sort of Superman and Batman by that point anyway you're not really got much 
You're not making fun of tro- like with Deadpool. You're making fun yeah. of the tropes that have been established within yeah. superhero films. Whereas that one, it was just this sort of like weird, wacky, campy back credit cards. <laughs> Never leave the cave fucking without nonsense. It. <laughs> like, oh god, it's just a walking like film slogan. Like every line from that is just well, it's like a tagline. The, it's horrible. Behind this, like the DVD commentary or whatever, um, Clooney says for like the, the entire like the one thing he keeps saying is it's just a t- it's just like a two hour toy commercial yeah and, for sure it is yeah I mean don't get me wrong it, even if I saw the script and I knew what it was going to be and they went will you be Batman I'll go absolutely <laughs> like yeah true like on on paper George Clooney is a fantastic Bruce Wayne didn't translate well in the film but that's the film, not George Clooney. Same as Ben Affleck. I still stand by. Ben Affleck is my favourite live-action Batman. However, his film's oh, yeah, shite. But it's it's just because they haven't no, done anything No, if they'd have done a standalone him. Batman film, I think it would have been the best Batman film. Depend- well, if they've taken any um, note of what people liked about the Affleck Batman um, and integrated that into the Robert Pattinson one, then... With everything that every sort of filmmaker or director should have learned about what makes a successful dark yeah. superhero film by now, theoretically, this new Batman Vengeance or yeah, whatever it's going to be called, it should be the best Batman film today. I was thinking, though, because I was actually talking about this the other day, you know the rumour circulating that the bat symbol on a suit is like a melted, the, the gun that killed his parents melted down? I love that. I, I like the, the idea. How did he get the gun? <laughs> well, it, but because he wasn't Batman. Batman. <laughs> well, it, let's just say that in that instance, they arrested him. Whoever shot him, and then he stole the out I mean, of that's evidence. One way around it, but that's a really tacky way around it. I love the idea of it. I think it's great. You know, I was just thinking about it the other day. I was just like, "How the fuck did he get the gun?" <laughs> just an odd one. Well, maybe he dropped it. Gun went off. He didn't mean to shoot them. He panicked, shit himself, ran off, and then he just picks up the gun. And maybe that's why you could go. Okay, well, he, him, their dead parents, gun in his hand. He's saying, "I'm never using one of these." Like, if this is the chaos that it causes, I'm that's not serious. having one of these. They so have solved it. <laughs> you haven't, but like, I'll allow it. <laughs> I have solved it. Bang done. But I, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to Robert Pattinson Batman. Um, he's got a chance to redeem himself because he's a good actor it's only Twilight that people are mm. like nah he's not going to be very good but he's done a lot of really good films there's uh, uh, that um, what's it Tenant yeah. the new Chris Nolan film that I think he's in with um, I can't think who else is in it now uh, I actually saw in, a clip earlier uh, Danny Glover well. isn't it is, is it Danny Glover possibly potentially looks alright though Donald, Donald Glover, I'm thinking of. Hold on. Um, it's been a while since we had a good Christopher Nolan film. No, it wasn't him at all. John David Washington. Not sure who that I is, I'm afraid. But um, I, I don't think I've seen him in enough roles outside, like in a Kick sort is of in it. wide enough array. Aaron, Aaron Taylor oh, Johnson. Aaron yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. Cool. 
like okay it's going to be a bloody brilliant battle but, I was I was Alfred <laughs> <laughs> they are joining the universes who is the new Alfred who is the don't new know. Alfred I don't think they've said have they no I don't know I, I, I thought I could have sworn that or it might have just been a fan mock up or something but I could have sworn that it was uh, someone had done one of Andy Serkis I, I, which I thought was and, and someone else has done another one of Piers Brosnan like old Piers Brosnan I was like that's a really good fucking call actually because not only yeah, could he, he play sort of a quite a nice suave butler but he would also kick shit out of you if you managed to get and, into Andy the back kicks or something Alfred yeah, oh it is Andy Serkis Batman is Zoe Kravitz Catwoman Paul Dano is the Riddler Jeffrey White uh, is Commissioner Gordon Colin Farrell is Penguin Andy Serkis is Alfred Pennyworth John Toretto as Carmine Falcone uh yeah. John Turturro no way uh, Lame Lawson as Bella Real and Peter Sarsgaard as Gil Coulson Peter Sarsgaard man there's not a thing he's that's not a in. pretty good lineup. that is a pretty and good like, lineup. unless he, he keeps his Irish accent they could go down the uh, Arkham Cotney route yeah he's he's a but he, he's still like they have to put him in prosthetics or something because just Colin Farrell, the gorgeous, gorgeous man that he is, like you couldn't do Gotham it up. Because like the the penguin from Gotham, no, but that's the thing. I don't like I that liked as, him. as penguin because because no, because it's not because he looks like a penguin. It's just it was a stupid nickname that someone gave him, and then he was just like, oh, I hate being called the penguin. No, wait, definitely call me the penguin. Like it's just it was a it did seem to work, but it's just because you couldn't have someone who just looks like yeah. the actual penguin <laughs> in a TV show because. It would it just would cost a fortune, but I think if you got the sort of the, I, I don't mean he would need to look like Danny DeVito kind of penguin. He was scary as fuck. He even was. in the Arkham games. <laughs> but yeah, he, that's the thing though. He was really quite a sort of you. You, you wouldn't want to be caught in a room no. with him because he molested. just looks creepy and he's like eating fish <laughs> and he's bleeding black and like he just he looks awful. But you know, everyone here is like, "Yeah, let's make him mayor." <laughs> Shut up, you idiots! But um, I, I don't think I could just see sort of like a suave, cool, sophisticated, gorgeous guy just called the Penguin. He'd need to be. I mean, I guess if it was like Gotham Penguin, I could stretch to that to a degree because that guy—I'm not sure who the actor is—but he does a fantastic yeah. job of playing Penguin without looking like traditionally what Actually, you would expect he's got Penguin his, to look he's like. He's got his limp. Which makes him waddle when mm-hmm. he walks and stuff. And the last one, he's got the little fat suit on. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look fucking brilliant. But nothing in that episode, episode looks really that but good, does the, it? Like, like Arkham series Penguin, like where he's got like the, the glass, the bottom of a uh, glass bottle as a monocle. It's just really cool. Really liked it. Because it looks like it's like it's been pushed into his face. And it's a really cool yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's probably like, it could just be like, you know, oh, well, what happened to you? Well, I was having a drink and Batman busted and kicked yeah. his bottle and went straight into my eye. You I know? don't want to take it out. It could just be the torment yeah. of all yeah. these people. And I, I think it's a good lineup. And I think the fact that it's going to be more of a detective Batman rather than a, an all-out brawler. Well, they keep on saying this, but it's it's not. It's, it's just always, he's just, he's good at I fighting think it, people. It, he just seems to fight his way through a crime scene. How and much then... you want Robert Pattinson in the bat suit? If he's going to be in it a lot, it's going to be 
way more detective-y than... Well, then, Cause... you don't have to... Because then you'd need a more um, practical bat yeah, well, suit. The, the, the suit we've seen for the stunt doubles in, like the stunt double looks more like Ben Affleck than Robert Pattinson. He's fucking wet. Unless Pattinson's packing on some, uh, packing on some muscle, he must do. Like if he knows the the, the level that Affleck went to to Obviously, bulk up, like you, you probably wouldn't nah, get to that I level. Be happy with a Bale esque, yeah. Kind of. Like still slim, but you can tell he works out. Um, mm. And I know the the regime Pattinson's doing. Um, there's a lot in it. There's not as much. Obviously, there's not as much as Affleck, but there's a, there's more to it than what he would have had to have done for Twilight. So, <laughs> do you know what I just thought? Next one, Poison Ivy, Charlize Theron. I would. Yeah, I think she's a bit old like, now. She. Like in comparison to Robert Pattinson, <laughs> they've still got to be of a of a similar age. Maybe, but I th- I still think that like with like green makeup and stuff like that, I, you know. But like she's just she's an outstanding you know, actress. Be like Emma Watson or someone in it. <laughs> Emma Watson wouldn't work. She's get... too nice. Oh, um, but, um... thingy from Aquaman. Yeah, Amber Heard. No, what about what's uh, who is it? Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, who was um, Rita yeah. in Power Rangers? She had sort of like a good evil, sort of like chewing scenery kind of deal. She'd going be all right. On. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like just Charlie's there, and I just think, or oh, like Brie Larson, money <laughs> couldn't have <laughs> Brie, I suppose. She doesn't fit anyway. She's <laughs> she's pretty, not sexy. Like, oh, do you think that's what like yeah. Ivy is? She's like. The epitome of a really overly Seduction. exaggerated, sexualized female comic book character. <laughs> yeah, Except yeah. for Emma Frost. Fuck me. There is absolutely no need for those bazoomers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but I don't know how she flies. Kinell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are. Do you remember the load screen for DC Universe? Christ yeah, I do I mean don't get me wrong I'm glad it took so long to join a server because it gave me time to finish up but like <laughs> they were <laughs> ginormous yeah it's sort of like is that just like what Kryptonian is though because like if if that's the rules if we go like by Man of Steel rules everyone's created to be this perfect like what what happened there then like she was, she was. What was her place within Kryptonian society with like thousands like that? of Kryptonians <laughs> at once? I don't know. I mean, I've got nothing against the larger bosom. No, but, there, but there's. I don't like. I don't like just when it's clearly like yeah. a male artist who is like, well, she's got massive tits, so we'll just give her this tiny little thing to cover it up. It's just like, oh there's... come on. She's like as powerful as Superman, and all people are going, oh, yeah. nice tits. Uh, that's uh, it's. It's so over the top, and it's not mm. like women have large breasts, but they are in proportion to the rest of the body. <laughs> it's I'm yeah, I mean, I'm not, sure so, yeah. there are exceptions, but like they're not. You, there's no way she'd. Be, I know she's fucking power girl, but fucking hell, she'll be able to walk. 
<laughs> Never mind fucking fly. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think Har- like, I don't think Ivy's quite that. Bad. That's I mean, some but of them I don't, are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could get like a sort of an Emma Stone. Ooh, um, yeah. Someone sort of still quite known, but is again quite a very good actress. Because Emma Stone's been a lot of different things, but she's Emma a very Stone. good actress. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I know you do. She'd actually. Yeah. a great voice at Ivy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, even like someone um, like. Uh, oh, who voices Harley? Hayley. Yeah, Kukuo from the shitty Big Bang Theory. Like. Not her, but someone of that level. So, like, known, but like not uber famous. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it needs to be more... And I don't mean to, like, stigmatise or anything like that, but I, I, Ivy, that's her thing. It's massive amounts of sex appeal and, uh, like, yeah, pheromones, pheromones and all that stuff. Because it's not... She's not... Ursula from The Little Mermaid with a potion that makes you fall in love with her. She is like, regardless of potion or not, you fall for her. And then the potion is just a... Well, I mean, Uma Thurman, I think, did actually do quite a really good job. Considering what she had, and as a a casting choice, absolutely bang on. Same as Ben Affleck, just a shite film. (laughs) But had Mm. they done Ben Affleck Batman with Uma Thurman Poison Ivy... That would have been an Man, That would have been film. fucking incredible. Can you imagine that? Like, yeah. made today as well. So they hadn't done Batman and Robin. There's that, so much potential for these films. That's what I'm more upset about with the, the DCEU is the fact that we're not going to get this Ben Affleck film. That, like, I mean, they had John uh, DiMaggio for... Um, that's not his name. What's his name? Um, that's the one <laughs> the one I said Man- voice, voiced Man- Mandalorian <laughs> in Futurama <laughs> um, <laughs> and Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War <laughs> yeah and really uh, oh, Jake I- from Adventure Time <laughs> they are if you can't <laughs> think of three massively different characters <laughs> um, yeah that's true but yeah. that, that was such a good that would have been a great film he would have been a great Deathstroke Ben Affleck is a great Batman, and that would have been a great film. But they, f- mm. yeah, that would have been probably the closest thing we would have got to. Yeah, absolutely. Games. And you've got Deathstroke's not a hard character to pull off on a big screen. They managed it on Arrow and Titans. Which do you reckon is better? <laughs> yeah, of course. It is. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew it's. He did a good like Arrow Titan. Uh, <laughs> Arrow. Arrow Deathstroke was good and I think he would have been better in a different show but Titans Deathstroke is he looks like Slade Wilson he sounds like I would imagine Slade Wilson to sound he's clearly a a, a well thought through like he's he's not just sort of like I'm going to kill you all because I'm going to kill you all he's just sort of like right piss off and leave me alone and I'll you know stop being heroes or whatever Yeah, and I'll, I'll leave you be and then they don't, and he's yeah. like, "Well, I, I warned you." Fucking option, and you chose to ignore it. Yeah, and so he's just sort of like the bad Batman. That's, that's what he, sort of... he came like. He was, whether he was in the suit or he was just in, in a business suit, he was intimidating, and that's what that's Ben Affleck Batman. He's a fucking huge guy, but he's obviously he's not evil. Yeah, but he's <laughs> no, but he's also just not. 
it's just not used in that sort of way. Like at least the Chris Nolan Batman, you know, it was there was constant shots of people just shitting themselves, shooting into the dark, going, "What is going on?" Like there's only one scene of that in all of the Ben Affleck there's only appearances, one scene. and there's only one, isn't there? Hmm? The, the yeah, like scene, with yeah. the warehouse. I mean, there's the kind of the bit at the start of Justice League where he's just like on a yeah. gargoyle or whatever, just watching that guy burglar. He's just a burglar. But even the burglar's sort of like, oh, he like, <laughs> like he's like, I, I he's already like, know what's happened. Why is Batman fucking piss arsing about? I know he was on the roof for the. Um, he wasn't there to stop a burglary. He was tracking the, the thing, but. No, he was getting. But it was just like, come on, <laughs> like, there's so much fucking <laughs> like. Considering the backlash it was when Affleck was cast and how good of a job he did with the little he, he was given, I can't understand why they would fuck it up to the point where Ben Affleck would go, oh, I'm, I'm, I've had enough, I'm going. I said I didn't want to do another superhero film after Daredevil. Took this on. He did. He was by... But I, I still think Batman was the best bit of Batman v Superman. And then they made him, they gave him fucking jokes for lines in Justice League. He was like, fuck off, Batman doesn't do jokes. I can't, I can't understand yeah. how badly they could fuck up and then come out with Wonder Woman. <laughs> Which I think I, I do still think that until we get this new Robert Pattinson Batman and the new Suicide Squad film, given just sheer of its star value alone. But that just might be overcompensating. But potentially that maybe new Wonder Woman as well. Um, but between those three, Wonder Woman's the the best thing that they've made. I so enjoyed far. Aquaman and Shazam, but I, I, I think Shazam was fine. But it was I, fine I think, for a different reason. Like I've said before, with Wonder Woman, I still don't think Wonder Woman is as good as we think it is. I think it's just in comparison to how bad the rest of the films have been. Uh, it's not a bad, yeah, for sure. and I don't mean that in a in a way that it's, it's a bad film. I, I think for the majority of the runtime, it's a great film. It's only the end that really makes me go ah, because it, it it just ruined the film. <laughs> yeah, and I I wish we'd stayed more in the in the war, um, and that, it was really interesting, mm. and it was a good, a really good different different. I can't speak. It was a good difference of the DC universe and the Marvel cinematic universe where mm. this is only present day and you've got these big wars going on but it's with intergalactic fucking beings and um, other heroes this and the other whereas the stuff in the Wonder Woman film was even though it's an Amazonian goddess it was still really grounded um, mm. and it was her dealing with real world issues like like the war and this that and the other and then it goes from that to CGI footfest and it just it, it yeah. ruined it whereas Aquaman I think could have been by far the worst of all of them, and it turned out to be pretty enjoyable. I think uh, I I only like Black Manta in that. What I I'm pretty sure when we first talked about Aquaman, um, it's it's something that James from Funhouse pointed out, and I completely agree with him. the The smartest thing they did with with the Aquaman movie was the second you start to go. Like in in any other film, you would go, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like when something happens, whereas Aquaman, you go, 
that doesn't make explosion wow what was that <laughs> and you just it's that for the whole film and it's so it's well paced in the fact that it's done uh, it gets from a to b really fucking rapidly like it feels quicker but it doesn't give you chance to question why they do things and like there was um something that was pointed out i think it was on mr sunday movies um in when you know in is it batman v superman or no no it'll be justice league when aquaman and uh, amber heard step into the bubble to talk um yeah, yeah the yeah. reason they did that was because they don't have to cgi the hair floating about because it costs so much money so mm. they've got this bubble so they don't, they don't, they could just keep the normal hair but then in obviously in aquaman you can't do that so a massive amount of the budget just went on cgi floaty hair floaty hair <laughs> and it but it's just like it's just it's a giant underwater yeah cg battle and it's just sort of like but the stuff where it was like black manta all the stuff and, on land was the um, best parts of the film yeah like against yeah. aquaman that was and that was great it, and like the setup for Black and the Manta fact he worked. There's no that shouldn't of everything in the DCEU. Black Manta shouldn't should have been the thing. We just went fucking hell. That looks ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's the same as Mysterio, yeah. though, isn't it? You go, he's got a giant glass bowl on his head. It looks ridiculous on a comics, and you accept it in a comic. Yeah, are you going to do that in a film? No, yeah, absolutely. And fucking nailed, nailed it. it. And then Black Manta was it, it just again. It just it's a stupid costume. But it's also brilliant. It's just like, how about you just have late, like, got you these Atlantean laser guns? I'm going to stick them in my eyes. What? what? You can just fire them from the hand. No, I want them in my eyes instead. I really wish that that was the conversation they had in the film. (laughs) But no, it was good. It was an enjoyable film, and I would watch it again. And the shame, I've watched Shazam twice. Um,. I think I've seen Shazam twice. And I do. I do like it, but it's a good. It's the lighter version. Of yeah, it's the, the it's DC the films, non-sweary but... version of Deadpool. Like, yeah, you know, I guess, you know... yeah. But it's 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 not. It's the comic relief to a, a set of films yeah. that don't really work more often than not. So it's not really making light of the darker, grittier. Like, because you got the Flash for that in the sort of the Justice League, where Batman sort of. Almost being gruff and moody or whatever, and Flash is like, "Oh, what are you tweet Peter? Oh my God, you're rich! Oh, look, it's the bat signal! Oh wait, oh, I can't tell." It's just like, oh, like you're not. It's not comic relief. It's not funny. Like you just need to be like, I get you, you, your rosies and you're awkward or whatever, and that's fine. But I'd I, like the Flash again. It's like the, the Flash is a character that should be, yeah, untouchable. Like it, it just seems that unless he's just... fighting like Superman or Reverse Flash or something. But that's that's the thing. Up until that point, he should have just been sweeping people aside. There should have been nothing. He'd be zipping past them, everything, and then Superman. They have the big sort of like Superman's brought back, and then that's the first time he's like, "Oh bloody hell!" Like somebody who can actually keep up with me. And now all of a sudden, I learn that I, yeah, I'm not actually that good or strong or powerful. I'm just fast whereas you get someone who's as fast as me <laughs> and a stronger Superman and I'm yeah, useless yeah because I mean like all Flash can just run into someone and he will annihilate them well yeah yeah A-train that's what it, I mean probably. whereas like I would just have loved it if that's gone. how he was I don't want him to like explode people but like he runs and I don't know clotheslines someone and it sends them through a building 
and then he's doing that through the film and then it comes to the Superman scene and he ch- tries to with him and breaks his arm or something <laughs> like, yeah he just bounces off yeah like you know in Man of Steel where that like they're having a the, there's a guy in the bar it's like griefing a waitress yeah, yeah. and Clark comes over and he's like right, pack it in you prick and then he like stands up and like slaps him oh, no it, like, he like pushes him to like shove him yeah and he just bounces off him like he did it onto a wall like yeah, yeah. that's what it should have been so like Barry just sort of like just like say clotheslining people and then he just went to yeah. hit him and he just bounced off it just did nothing to him but they, they didn't I, I liked the scene where it's just the Superman's eyes following him that's it, the best scene in the film yeah because and I just, hate that it is it's just a silly comedic moment and the it, it, it worked for the scene and I did laugh when it happened but like, like the same as you I really hate that that's my favourite scene from Justice League a fucking Justice League yep. movie the Justice League the first Justice League film and we get the first Avengers yeah. film and it was unbelievable like you came out of that just going how yeah. did they make I mean, that work looking back now it's like, quite the, weak to, to go back if you go well yeah but that's you go back and you go you've got like six yeah. characters and you managed to get a film in where they're Equal. all, you know, they're all talking to each other and everyone's. And then you go, well, fuck that. Now we've got Endgame. And now there's 48 <laughs> of them. And they're all, and it's just getting better and better and better. And then you go back and then the six yeah. again in Justice League. And you still couldn't get that right. And they got Joss Whedon in, who did it the first the, time I with the Avengers. The biggest, again, like when we finally see the Snyder cut. That I think one of the biggest problems with Justice League was Josh Whedon, where he had a very limited time to finish a film, and he changed a lot to make to try and make it a Marvel esque comedy action. Oh, that's that would have been that would have been what the brief yeah, for him. Was like, yeah, just like remake they, the they Avengers, not happy with, with um, Thingy's vision of it being a darker, grittier world, but. Also, answer me this, right? Because this is something that I saw on a, a video the other day that I was sort of like, huh. But the, the, the whole advertising campaign for Justice League was Unite the Seven. There's only six of them. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. Aquaman, Flash, Flash and Cyborg. Lex Luthor. <laughs> Martha Kent. <laughs> she's in it. <laughs> no, she's not doing anything. Uh, was it Unite the Seven? It absolutely was. Uh, so it's Batman, Superman, Aquaman, weird. Wonder Woman, Flash, Cyborg. Unite the That's Seven. That's six. Yeah. What happened? Oh, here you go. What happened to so Unite unless the they Seven? were going to be? It was meant. Was to it supposed be... to be Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, uh, Hawkman? <laughs> uh, yeah. So the original group was Bats, Diana, Flash, Aquaman, Supes. Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter. Green Lantern, yeah. See, Green Lantern, I think, would work quite well in that universe. But it would, it would it, be in that sort of Captain Marvel way, but he would just Shazam be... into it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at least they'd already yeah. cast him, <laughs> got the outfit and stuff, and knew what his powers and shit was going to be mean, like in his story. in all arc. fairness... You at least it would have made sense. It would have made sense. But then you've got Superman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's a bit it's overkill. Kind of. Then you go. That's what I mean, yeah. Batman and Flash. And, not really. But, speaking of Shazam, though, um, we was watching some Lego, like the little mini Lego 
stuff that's on Netflix and that. And uh, mm. I was flicking through because Logan keeps wanting to watch the same one with um, uh, Loki in it, and I'm fucking sick of watching it. So I was flicking through. I found another one, <laughs> um, and it's a DC one. And I was like, name me the, uh, these characters. And he's like, Batman, Superman, etc. And then he got to Shazam. I was like, who's that? And then he looked at it, and he's like, Shazam. I went, good boy! I guess, what does Shazam do? How does Shazam change? And uh, he got it He got it right, and he was just like, Shazam. But then he goes, and his name's Billy Batson. I went, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're you know a that? <laughs> comic genius! <laughs> but he's never watched Shazam. So... No, but he, he, he might have just read something on one of your posters or seen it on a read. comic or just heard you talking about it at some point. <laughs> no, I don't know where... I don't know where <laughs> it's obviously in... I know he's in... Um, he's in an episode of Teen Titans. Shazam is. So it's... He's in a few. But I think yeah, I don't he's think just he does Shazam, though, isn't he? Just... So I don't know. But yeah. I could be wrong. It it seems more likely that he's got it from that but I was just really I was really proud of him it was pretty good that is impressive because I bet you anything most oh, he's trying normal, to say <laughs> most uh, like average cinema goers who go oh yeah I love comic book films if you went what's Shazam's yeah. child identity or name or I bet you I bet you anything yeah, they wouldn't probably. be able to tell you I mean Zoe really enjoyed it and I don't think Zoe would know <laughs> Zoe don't know what fucking date it is most of the time <laughs> Well, speaking of, um, we're about we to run over into a new day, and I'm putting a stop to this because this is a, it's been a fun on one, for though. far too long. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed um, it. Just a reminder: the <laughs> offer um, is still ongoing uh, from CD Keys, so you can go to podcastversusplayer.com forward slash deals. Um, and you can pick up Cyberpunk 2077 on PC for the ridiculously low price of thirty five ninety nine. Now there was, very briefly, Dan, um, some more footage revealed the other day. I don't know if you've watched it. Well, I mean, you can pre-order it for an outstanding price of thirty five ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, well, it actually gets released to November. Yeah, it's gone from September to November now. So hopefully, we get it at some point this year, but. If it gets pushed back again, I think they'll. That might be the sort of things where people go, "All right, now, nah, yeah, it's in like an extra year and a half." I mean, on this now. all it like, says to me is they're doing it to coincide with the launch of the Xbox Series X and PS Five. Possibly, but they haven't said it. So if they just said, actually, because it's taken us longer, we'd rather make sure it works on the next generation consoles as well, so we are going to push it back a bit. Because then at least you know that it's not another yeah. floaty date. It would be a date that would coincide with something that will be fed. Rockstar did it with GTA 5, place. where people were like... But they, yeah, exactly. they did it really shadily, though, where people were like, I'm just going to wait and get it on PS4 or Xbox One. And they're like, no, it's not, we're not releasing it on next gen. So everybody bought it on PS3 and 360. And then, like, seven months later, like, hey, here's another remastered version. You're like, lying How bastards. How mad is that? GTA V has come into one generation, the next generation, and well, then the following generation. It's gone, like, PS3, Xbox 360, PS4, Xbox One, PC... 
PS5, Xbox Series X. How yeah. long can they milk this fucking so cow? <laughs> the, the, I mean, the they're trying, It's gone to do I, all these extra remaster bits. Just make a new game. <laughs> like, fucking hell. <laughs> it's going to be Red Dead next. This is turning into Skyrim. I, I don't mind. I was talking to someone about Skyrim actually today. They were just like, yeah, the mods, like, do actually bring a new lease of life to it because I don't think I ever I played Skyrim game. as in I played it with people but I never bought it and never actually put the full time into it but if I can get it decently priced and with a few decent mods on it to make it not look like a bag of shit anymore um, I might actually do it because I'm off from work today tomorrow and Wednesday so I've got a bit of time to not do anything and I played about Probably about sixteen yeah. hours of Stardew Valley what over the weekend and today was when um, they when they were bringing out the the Sky Skymaster <laughs> Skyrim remaster. If you owned it on PC, you got an automatic upgrade to the uh, remaster, and oh. during that time, it was available for like seven, eight quid or something like that. So you got like a forty quid game yeah. for fuck well. Up. It's too bad they didn't do that with the fucking Ghostbusters remaster. I don't think Pricks. Ghostbusters was anywhere near as large <laughs> following as the Skyrim. What? <laughs> the game, <laughs> at least. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll wrap it up there because this has gone on for long enough. Um, if you're a patron, hello. Um, you are welcome to listen to the PVPVS, which is going to take place I mean, directly after this it. podcast. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's, it'll be a waste of money if you didn't. Um but if you want to have a look at previous podcasts as well as previous videos, videos, video videos, videos, video kojimas, um, you can head over to podcastversusplayer.com. On there is basically the back catalogue of pretty much everything that we've done. Probably don't go all the way back because it's shit. Um, you can get in touch with us though on, on the various social medias. Okay, <laughs> that's that's how I say social medias. That's what the kids say these days. Um, you can also leave us a little message on the wall we do actually have a new little message on the wall we didn't last week um, or the last podcast should I say um, so as you'll remember from the last podcast um, we revealed the information that we were actually quite high in the podcast video gaming charts in the Lebanon which is amazing and we did ask for anyone who lives in the Lebanon who may be listening to drop onto the wall and let us know because we, it's yeah. incredible that, that something like that is still a thing. Um, that uh, sorry, not not the eleven. I mean, that people are listening to this shit in somewhere so yeah. far away. You know, it's a bit mad. But we did have a message from someone uh, called Samuel T sixteen um, saying listening UK? from the UK. Yeah, I was like, well, I was after the Lebanon, but I'll take the UK. Um, but he says. Um, Listening from the UK, enjoy the podcast while travelling to work. Confess to not watching more video stuff, but being subbed to the podcast for a while. So, firstly, thank you for getting in touch, and thank you for being subbed to the podcast for a while. That's watch some videos, super though. cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say stick within yeah. the last sort of few years or so. Don't go back any further than that because it, it it does just tend to get significantly worse. Not saying that we're doing anything good at this point, to be honest, but. If you don't think this is any good, good grief, don't go back further than worse. the last years or so. Anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, thank you very much. Thank you for the shout-out. Thank you all for listening. Patrons, jump over to the PvPPS, which mm. is exclusively to you, for you, even. And um, 
Callum, I'm, I'm wrapping this up, mate, because I have I blathered apologize. on too bloody long. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do PVPS. Have a listen to that if you're Patreon. If you're not, consider subscribing. Helps us out. Um, if not, just jump on the uh, website. Everything's available thereafter. Indeed. Thank you very much, all. We'll see you soon. Ciao. <laughs>